Welcome everyone, this is the DFS Bum. Alright guys, we have a six gamer here this Sunday. Let's get into this game. I wish I had some good news to report, but so far this year, really close, but no cigars so far. Uh, in a couple of tournaments, uh, opening night, it was in, uh, in a little bit of money uh, in one of the single game tournaments for uh, for about a quarter or so, and then uh team kind of fell apart, and then today uh yeah i was in uh, first place for a while and then uh uh tobias harris end up uh, outscoring uh simons in a single game tournament so that uh gave me fourth place instead of first but anyhow i feel that i'm due so maybe today will be the day but uh all right guys let's get into it and uh something real quick please subscribe to the channel if you've not done so already and also give a thumbs up that would be awesome for the channel help it grow a little bit so all right guys let's get into it here today at point guards our top two guys are going to be russell westbrook and damian lillard westbrook has been averaging about 49 points for the year lillard's about 47 westbrook's coming in with a price tag of 9900 on fanduel going to be 9800 on DraftKings. hits his value 58 percent of the time Lillard's coming in here at nine grand on FanDuel, ninety five hundred on DraftKings. He hits his value fifty nine percent of the time, and then from there, next tier down is going to be uh, Darren Fox. I'm going to kind of just put him in a tier by himself. He's been right around that upper thirty point range for the year's price range or price tag. Tomorrow is uh, going to be seventy seven hundred. Is uh, seventy nine hundred on DraftKings. Hits his value fifty seven percent of the time. And all these guys played pretty decent their first game back. Uh, Westbrook had 59 that first game. Uh, now it did go into overtime. So he did play 43 minutes, which is probably a little bit of an anomaly. Lillard uh, played 44 minutes, which, I don't know, did that game go in? I can't remember. That game I went overtime, too. I can't really remember. But anyway, I don't know if he would normally play 44 minutes. Uh, but he did uh, hit 46 points. And then De'Aaron Fox had 55 points in 37 minutes so like i say all those guys played awesome and then next guy i'm about ready to talk about here actually next two guys uh both played really well and these guys are expected to be in that mid to upper 30 point range that's marant and ricky rubio marant for that first game out he had 45 points rubio had 36 marant's uh price tag tomorrow 7500 on fanduel 7300 on DraftKings. hits his value 42 percent of the time Ricky Rubio, he's coming in at a price tag at 6300 on FanDuel. Now, in DraftKings, it's quite a bit more expensive. He's 7200 Hits his value 59% of the time. And then from there, we go down to Kemba Walker. Not really sure what's going to go on with his minutes. He was on restricted minutes, only played 19 uh, the other night, had 22 minutes. For the year, he had normally averaged 32 minutes, 35 points. So, uh I guess I don't know going up against Portland and Lillard. You know I don't I don't know. I guess uh, this kind of depends on your strategy. Normally with a price tag of fifty four hundred, he would hit his value eighty two percent of the time. But again, if he's going to be on that minutes restriction, he's somebody that's really uh, you're kind of playing with fire. But on the flip side too, um, if he sits there, and we're probably trying to look take down six to seven times value and for him to get you know 30 the mid 30s something if he ends up playing 24 minutes or something like that he could easily do that so 
there's some potential there. Uh, definitely the boomer bust guy of the night, probably. Um, and then from here, both these guys, speaking of, uh, Derek White and DeJounte Murray. White's coming in with a price tag of 5500 He played great. He had 44 that last game out. Um, I had I was really heavy with Murray uh, on my lineups, and a lot of it was just with kind of how the salary had worked out. And uh, it's unfortunate if the price tags had been this close, I probably would have flip-flopped them out in all those lineups, and I probably would end up doing rather well because Murray only had 20 points. And uh, I want to say he was about uh, 6200 price tag. Derek White was only 5100 a couple of nights ago. Uh, so anyhow, um, for the year, though, DeJounte Murray had been averaging 27 points. Uh, only played 21 minutes that game where Derek White had played 33. So not really sure what's going on with Murray's minutes. A um, little bit of it is, uh, I suppose, it's kind of unique just in general because Brent Forbes isn't playing. And he'd be normally uh, be part of that uh, rotation there. But I think either one of those guys could definitely end up having potentially a pretty big game. And again, with them being priced in that, mid 5,000 range it's to get them that six times value and get over 30 into the mid 30s is something that I think that they're uh, very capable of doing so I kind of like uh, you know really all of them potentially I guess if depending if you play a lot of uh, lineups you could even throw Shapir Shabazz Napier jeez can't can't say the dude's name but uh, Napier you can uh, normally with kind of throw him into that lineup. He played 26 minutes that first game out, only had 22 points. But, but between him being 5,300, Murray 5,700, Rarick White 5,500, Kemba Walker 5,400, you know, you could probably potentially rotate those guys out if you were pretty uh, strong on some of the other positions and uh, work with that grouping there. So, and then after that, as far as, uh, you know, any really cheap options? Boy, I don't know. Um, you know, possibly George Hill. I think Bledsoe's out again. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the main guys. Let me sort it here by the salary. See? Yeah. So, all right, let's take it over here to shooting guards. And uh, got a couple real nice guys here. We've got Harden and Luca tonight being the top two guys. Both of them averaging right around in the mid-50s for the year. Harden coming off that monster game, 89 points. Uh, yeah, geez, OPJ, and that was an overtime game. Price tag, 10900 on FanDuel, 11100 on DraftKings. Hits his value 65% of the time. Does have a tougher matchup, though, going against Milwaukee. So, you know, um, he's probably going to come back down to earth. He might be due to have uh, maybe a rather mediocre game. Luka, on the other hand, has got a pretty nice matchup going against Phoenix. His price tag's 10800 on both uh, FanDuel and DraftKings. He's coming off a 57-point game. He had an actual triple-double that game. Uh, last time that he played. And then from there, next tier down of guys, um, they're going to be Devin Booker, Karis LeVert, DeMar DeRozan. And both all those guys right around that are going to be 
probably right around that 40 point range. Karis Levert for the year, but averaging 30. But after, uh, you know, after the first year, kind of after, say, into February, some, somewhere's uh, around that ballpark, there's about that six week stretch where he had played some really, really strong ball. And uh, we really just like his uh, potential. Uh, let's see here. If we can go back and see his last five games. Sometimes, uh, yeah, all right. So, the last five games, he had uh, 29, 44, 39, 53, and 31. So, anyhow, um, he's definitely a guy, and it really, I guess, more than anything with, uh, with them, you know, Kyrie Irvin's not playing, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie's not playing, so, you know, there's somebody needs to take shots, and so it might as well be him. DeMar DeRozan had a real slow start the other night. That first half was just doing horrible. But ended up coming out pretty strong. Ended up having 44 points. Uh, price tag of him and LeVert, they're both 7,800. Uh, LeVert is that price tag on both FanDuel's and DraftKings. Um, we got DeMar DeRozan. He's 7,800 on FanDuel, 7,600 on DraftKings. Now, LeVert normally would only hit his value 28% of the time there. Um... But, again, that might be a bit of an anomaly there. DeMar DeRozan hits his value about 56% of the time. And then from there, the next tier down are guys like C.J. McCollum and Chris Middleton. They're going to be in that mid-30-point range. Um, just, you know, they're just outside of Booker and LeVert. DeMar DeRozan, some, some, actually some really strong shooting guard options tonight. McCollum's coming in at a price tag of 7300 on FanDuel, 7700 on DraftKings. Hits his value 77, or excuse me, 57% of the time. Middleton, 6,900 on FanDuel. He's going to be 7,800 on DraftKings. So from there, yeah, we get into, uh, you know, there's Bogdanovich potentially, Brooks. Now, I did see Buddy Hield's price tag has dropped all the way down to 4,800. He only played 19 minutes that first game out and had 12 points. So for the year, he had been averaging 32 minutes at 31 points. So you'd kind of think that uh, he might bounce back from that. At least that would be my thought. And again, like I say, if you're looking for somebody that could hit six or seven times value, I look at a guy like Buddy Heald. I mean, shit, for the year, 31. If he ends up doing that, that's basically seven times value for the guy. So, and he's got a pretty decent matchup going against Orlando. They're 21st overall. So, that is definitely a guy that uh, I think there's some potential there uh, for him to blow up. Maybe Dante DaVincio. He didn't really do a whole lot that first game back. Played 26 minutes. I thought he might play a few more minutes. But he was only three minutes more than his uh, average of 23 for the year. Lonnie Walker started, played some good minutes there. So that's a guy um, that uh, is relatively cheap, only 4400 Same thing with this uh, Timoth Luawi. Uh, now he played 21 minutes at 32 points. You know, can we rep replicate that? I don't know. Versus I'd rather, rather probably take Lonnie Walker playing his 32 minutes just for the fact, the simple fact that he's out on the court there. 
Gary Trent's 3,900. Jeez, that's that's awfully cheap. So again, right there, basically call him four grand, seven times value. What are you doing? Played 26 minutes, had 24 points. So that's right there is basically six times value. So that's not a not a bad option there as well. So yeah, loaded at shooting guards, just ton of options. Yeah, I probably won't play too many. I end up fucking doing mass uh, lineups today on main slate, which I never do on the main slate, um, just because it was such a, a overlay um, of like a lot of money. Um, so I said, fuck it and did it. And I just, I did horrible, absolutely horrible. Um, <laughs> which is, uh, normally when it's like that, I do really, really well. I mean, and, uh, you know, and I, whenever that's the case, it seems like I usually end up winning a couple hundred bucks, even though I might not be anywhere near first place, but overall, because of, uh, the overlay, you just, you just do well, but damn, I really, uh, swung and missed, did not have, uh, that much variety in my lineups tonight. And uh, so that's a friendly line, reminder to myself after this time off to make sure I keep the variety if I'm going to do in the mass lineups like that. Uh, so, all right, let's sit there, take it to small forward. So really top heavy here with Giannis coming in, uh, averaging 57 points for the year's price tags, 11,200 on FanDuel, 11 grand on DraftKings, hits his value 66% of the time. And then from there, we fall off quite a bit to guys that are going to be in this mid 30 point range, low to mid 30s. That's Gordon Haywood and Jalen Brown with the Celtics. Haywood's coming at 6,400 on FanDuel. Uh, pretty decent price tag there. Now in DraftKings, he's going to be 7,100, so I'm not sure if I really like him there. Uh, does set his value 62% of the time. Jalen Brown at 6,200. Normally it has a value 74% of the time. On DraftKings, he's also more expensive. He's seven grand there. So a guy here that. Uh, Played pretty decent last night, or the last time out. Only played 24 minutes, but had 35 points. Uh, this Evan Fournier, again, that's a guy for the year. He's been averaging almost 30 points. He's only 5,500. So again, that's a guy could hit that six or seven times value like he did that last time out. And he was actually that same price tag I remember too. And so that was my thought. That was one guy um, that I did go heavy on a couple days ago. Uh, that did uh, do well for me. So, uh, Carmel Anthony, 4,900, um, right there. I like the minutes that he's playing. He's kind of more back down to that small forward spot. Uh, 30 minutes, uh, or excuse me, 37 minutes. Yeah, that game must have went into overtime. I think it did. There's been just like so many damn games. They're just all uh, blurring together the last couple of days. Let's just talk about basketball marathon, and it's just kind of like just we're just in the beginning too uh, of it all. But anyhow, 30 points out there. So um, so I really like the mid-tier options here. Um, it seems like some of the slates have been really weird where they've had top heavy guys and then just these bottom feeders. But you've got some good solid guys here in the middle. Uh, Rudy Gay came out there. Uh, kind of shorthanded with uh, some of the guys that normally played in the earlier part of the season are no longer there. So he played 26 minutes at 32 points. Uh, for the years, a point per minute guy. So if he's out there playing his minutes, you like to see that. Again, another guy. Can he hit about that seven times value? And that's basically what he's doing at those price tags. Harrison Barn came out, played a lot of minutes, maybe a little bit underwhelming at 2,400, uh, or excuse me, 24 points. But again, he's only 4,400, so it's relatively cheap. 
Um, and then from there, uh, actually, let me set that and sort it. I thought it was sorted by salary. Yeah, Hardaway. That's another guy had a solid night out, uh, or that first night back, 41 minutes. So that was something I was playing around with some lineups earlier. So I'd found some pretty decent ones. And then to give me a little bit of variety because of the way the salary cap worked, I was flip-flopping uh, Fournier and Hardaway out. I'd probably lean toward Fournier a little bit just because I think he tends to be a little bit more of a focal point as far as perimeter score on that offense compared to Hardaway. Um, but uh, you never know any given night right so from there bridges not really a big fan of him he does play minutes if you go back the last three games 42 42 33 points 40 23 23 that's the thing there points per minute he's only 0.8 so harris played pretty good 37 minutes had 30 points or no excuse me 29 minutes only at 23 points so yeah i guess that's kind of yeah kind of average um, only 23 for the year, so yeah, price tag of 5000 You know, he probably seemed like it would be a little bit tougher for him to get that seven times value compared to some of those other guys. Daniel House, cheap. Again, played 42 minutes, 33 points. That's, that's, that's more than that seven times value. You know, again, he gets right around the upper 20s, right in the low 30s. He's hit that. So, again, that's uh, that's kind of what I look for in, as far as uh, when I'm sitting there getting my second-tier guys. You know, usually got your, of course, your superstar guys. But then that seems to be, in my mind, makes the most sense. Like, whose price tag may have fallen. Maybe it's a good player that just happened to have a couple shitty games. And his price tag is maybe like a thousand bucks cheaper than what it might normally be, and then uh, you know law of averages works uh, is bound to work uh, in your favor, and you end up getting him, and he ends up having a great performance. You get him at a cheaper price tag. So, all right, let's go here to power forwards. We have Jason Tatum. So before, like, yeah, it's kind of funny. We had mentioned, a, excuse me, all these guards. I'd really had all these games and these uh, other swingmen. And to go to Tatum, I just had a fucking horrible game. Uh, and tonight, man, whew, a couple guys, the Pelicans, Jesus. Whew, man, that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I did so fucking shitty. I had Brandon Ingram in a lot of my lineups. And, man, he only had 12 points. Whew. But uh, I digress. So, all right, let's get back here to Tatum. He kind of struggled. After uh, playing some really good ball before the uh, corona break there, um, he come back in uh, 32 minutes. So he played about his normal minutes, a couple minutes less, but only had 25 points out there. So I would probably expect him to have a bounce-back game. Um, you know, uh, with him going to Portland, I don't know. It would be interesting. I don't know if uh, Carmelo will guard him. I can't really see like Nursic or uh, White said necessarily guarding him. So, um, and then Carmelo is not maybe known to be the best of defenders, but I just think that he's probably going to be uh, pissed off and ready to come back and have a good game. And then from there, we go down. We get a guy like Aaron Gordon. You know, kind of boomer bust potential. 
uh, I'll back up Tatum's price tags, 8,200 on both sites. It came down 300 from, uh, from, uh, where was that? Uh, 8,500 a couple games ago or a couple days ago. Gordon, 6,200 tough matchup going to get Sacramento. Covington is another guy, 42 minutes at 48 points. So 5,900. So again, if this guy for the year, he's a point per minute guy. Again, they were in overtime, but the way that the Rockets are playing, I mean, I think it's relatively safe to think that he'll play uh, minutes in the mid-30s, low to mid-30s. And uh, that right there, basically six grand. And I'll give you about that, that six times value there. So I think that's definitely a nice potential mid-tier guy. Um, in fact, you got Jaron Jackson there too. So those are some guys that uh, I could see you having some lineups and kind of maybe if you if you're playing uh, you know if you're playing more than one or if you do 150 or whatever it may be that might be something you know knowing that uh, you know maybe you have those guys partnered up with Tatum or Portzingas. Uh, Portzingas had a monster game, 68 points. Uh, he's coming in at a price tag at 9,600. He's got a little bit tougher matchup going against Phoenix. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he is nine grand on DraftKings. Normally, it only has value 35% of the time. So, that's kind of sitting there for me to sit there and look at him. Could he hit six or seven times value? Seems like it might be a little bit harder uh, for him to be able to do something like that again. That maybe that his price tag is up because I want to say before he was maybe like ninety two hundred or something like that. Um, but anyhow, Hachimura had a pretty decent game, had thirty points there, basically a point per minute guy. Could he get that six times value and get to the mid thirties? He, you know, he had averaged uh, mid twenties for the year. Jaron Jackson had a strong game, forty three minutes, forty two points. Tice, I think Tice is, Tice is a guy, point-per-minute guy, a little bit more than that. He's probably going to be playing about, I could see him definitely playing 30-some minutes, especially against Portland, unless he gets in foul trouble. they got their got a relatively big team now, especially with Nursik back. So, again, that's a guy in that 5,300 range. I think that's really the key is, I mean, there's enough superstars here it's just partner them up with these guys that are all around that, uh, like, you know, they're right around $5,000, give or take, like, you know, three or $400. And then, uh, cause all those guys have got definitely that potential to, to blow up. It's just a matter if you can pick the right guys and then partner them with the right superstars. Zach Collins did pretty good, uh, that game back 25 points. You know, he was a really cheap uh, option. Then I think it was 4000 out, 4600 Again, he played 36 minutes. He probably not because that game went that overtime. Yeah, there, there's some solid guys for sure. That's why uh, I usually never do the the max entries in these just because there's so many damn combinations, and uh, it's, just, uh, it's just too hard to win, uh, I think, doing it that way. You've got to have a pretty big bankroll to do it that way. It's kind of a little bit outside my model. 
I like to play the single game tournaments and then the after hour ones, a little bit smaller ones. But uh, all right, center wise here, we got Vucevic and Aiton. Who's going to be the top guys? They've been averaging right around 40 points for the year. Aiton had a strong game, 48 his first game back. Vucevic had 36. Both coming in at 8100 on FanDuel. Vucevic is 8700 on DraftKings. Aiton is 8500 on DraftKings, so a little bit more expensive there. Then from there, they go down to Nursix. And then, yeah, he just had a monster game, 33 minutes at 56 fantasy points. He, uh, he kind of fucked up my slate to, uh, on that single game one. Uh, did not expect him to basically be the high scorer for that game. So uh, that ruined me and my MVP spot. Valnusius came out the other night, played really strong in the beginning, and then, he, and then he just didn't hardly play. Like, yeah, only 14 minutes. What the hell? Um, so not really sure what the hell's going on with him. Buyer beware. Uh, Pirtle here. Um, 5,900, you know, he was like really cheap. I think he was only 4,200, um, there, but he, there's just not that many big men. It's like, I think he's like, you could consider, consider him almost like the only legit center on the Spurs right now. Uh, so he played 31 minutes, uh, 31 points for the year. He's a 1.2 minute, uh, type of guy. So that was somebody that I was definitely throwing my lineups, uh, Allen is a guy who potentially have some big games. You know, he's a 1.13 point per minute guy. And then uh, if you're curious, what I'm working off here is draft dashboard. You can go into our uh, show notes or the video descriptions of the YouTube uh, videos, and there's a link there. You can try for a dollar for a month. It's an awesome tool. But anyhow, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where you can see these points per minute. Now, the Sun White side came in got into some quick foul trouble there uh so he only played 17 minutes still had 18 points him he's he's a monster from a fantasy standpoint uh 1.41 for the year nursex too uh 1.71 um so but again that's probably like a little bit uh <laughs> uh only off of one game really so that's not the uh in fact you can see their games played so not the the most valid one whereas uh hassan whiteside that's over 62 games played so um i bet you normally he's probably going to be playing um because it looked like they want to try to play him together so i could see him definitely playing a good 26 minutes a game 26 28 minutes so his price tag dropped tremendously so it might not be a bad time to buy some hassan whiteside on the low Nursic just coming off that monster game. Um, uh, people probably be relatively excited about him, the recency bias. So people are gobbling him up, buying him. People, you know, maybe writing off a sign white side. And so I just see him bouncing him back, having a good game. Doesn't really take a whole lot. Comes in there, gets a couple block shots, maybe steal, get some rebounds, get a couple buckets. And then next thing you know, um, he's got that seven times value. So again, it's just not another guy. Can he get into that uh, to that mid thirty point range? Like hell yeah! If he gets out there and plays twenty six minutes or something like that, he could definitely do that. So, um, and then from there, yeah, I don't really like any of these other guys. PJ Tucker, he's definitely be playing minutes. So for thirty nine hundred, again, 
for him. That's for somebody to get into that mid-20 range. So if he goes out like he had, uh, you know, that 22 points, it's not going to kill you by any means. Um, I mean, hell for him to get the five times value, all he has to do is get 20 points. Um, now, if he gets there that 30, though, that's where something more we're looking at. You know, if he can do something like that. But for the year, you can see 34 minutes and only averaging 21 points. So, yeah, not uh, really excited about him from that standpoint. But, uh, yeah, I really probably like Pirtle. Son Whiteside, kind of the boomer bust, but he's cheaper there. Um, yeah, I don't know, you know. I guess, yeah, you could kind of work some lineups with those guys because they have that same salary. So that's one thing that's kind of nice is if you find some lineups with a couple guys, there's enough similar uh, similar salaries where you can kind of get some diversity. And it almost seems it works that way for almost uh, every position where there's uh, you can probably work in a lineup and then uh, there's uh, one player you can kind of like swap out at uh, each position. So in this case – find some other guys you like maybe uh, about like five or six lineups and then you've got uh you end up maybe in, let's say uh you five five lineups that uh you know are going to fit Vucevic and you know eight and will fit right in there too so now you get 10 10 lineups total uh everybody all the other players are same other than you've got him uh and five and then eight and then five so that's probably not potentially a bad strategy uh given uh some of these guys and some of their uh, similar performances. Though in this case, if you look at it, if you did want to pick one of them, Aiton has got a better matchup here. So you'd probably maybe lean that way a little bit. And I guess speaking of centers, when he plays, we always talk about him. Shit, they didn't even have him listed on here. Oh, there he is, Boban. Four minutes he plays. Four fucking minutes. 12 points still. Guy's unbelievable. Every time like they throw the ball to him, if he's within ten feet, he makes it. Like literally, like seventy-five or eighty percent of the time, it's it's amazing. Almost one point five uh, minutes. So, if it's uh, shits and giggles, and uh, you you're just on your bottom dollar, um, and you want to throw in some Boban, because it's uh, it just might be when they were playing Houston that last game. Just the way that Houston plays in Boban, it, that was just really like probably not a good fit. Um, Phoenix is probably maybe maybe plays that a little bit potential higher pace. Um, but uh, I will say this though, I mean with down to Aiton, you know I don't know who knows maybe uh, Boban does come in there, and uh, yeah if that guy comes in there and ends up playing twenty minutes, he'll he'll get you thirty points uh, easily. So, so again, uh, if you're doing 150 laps or something like that, or you just want to be contrarian in uh, some sort of way, then that's a way to potentially do it. So, all right, guys, we'll wrap it up. So I hope you kick ass uh, this afternoon, and we will be back with you Monday. Take care, guys. Peace out.